This is the Hack Your Wealth Podcast, Episode 78. Welcome to the Hack Your Wealth Podcast, where we teach wealth building hacks for lawyers, engineers, and MBAs. I'm your host, Andrew Chen. All right, thanks so much again for tuning into the podcast. For today's episode, I invited another guest to come and share their tips and strategies and insights with us. So before we jump into that, as always, I want to invite you to join the private Hack Your Wealth Facebook group. You can access that at hackyourwealth.com FB. Definitely encourage you to join us there. It is a place for us to connect, have a two-way dialogue. I'm in there every single day, often multiple times a day, and I try to respond to every question and comment there. And it's a place where people can ask about financial independence, early retirement, tax strategies, real estate investing, side business income, online income, career transitions, career advice, or just ask about whatever's on their mind related to personal finance or career-related issues. Definitely encourage you to check that out. It's a great, friendly, helpful group of people, and we would love to have you there. Again, hackyourwealth.com slash FB. This week's going to be a short episode. Uh, I thought it would be interesting following last week's episode where I invited a personal finance author to come uh, share a little bit of perspective about how to teach your kids about money. I thought it would be interesting this week to invite a few other personal finance influencers and authors who are also parents, to come share their advice in a roundup style, kind of quick round-robin format of their best tip for how to teach your kids about money. So I invited um, a few personal finance influencers to come weigh in on one simple question, and that was this. When it comes to teaching your kids about money, what single method or strategy have you personally found to be most effective? That's the question I posed. And uh, so we have a few different um, uh, personal finance experts weighing in this week. The first one up is El Martinez from CoupleMoney.com. Let's take a listen. Hi, this is El from Simplify and Enjoy and one of the co-founders of the Thriving Families Facebook group. My husband and I have two girls, one nine and one six. And I would say the overall strategy or plan when it comes to teaching our girls about finances is to make it goal-based. And while we do go over the numbers and they have some budgets, we even started this before they could count. It was something as simple as when we go to the grocery store, they had a, quote, snack budget. They could get one item that was more expensive or several smaller items that they enjoyed. And just introducing them these simple concepts based on things that they actually like has made it so much easier to have these discussions and for them to see money more as a tool than as the end goal. It doesn't seem, I've seen some extremes of where money is too intimidating for them. It's just something that they use to get what they really want. And now that our oldest is approaching 10, we're having these conversations about investing and we're going to start with companies that she's familiar with and go from there. So that's my general tip that we found really helpful as parents is to teach at their level and to make sure that they understand that money is a tool for building a life that they love. All right. Thanks for sharing that insight, L. And definitely agree that um, being very goal-oriented and uh, using concrete goals to help uh, teach your kids about money and showing them that money is a means that can help them 
uh, achieve the goal that they want, whether it's buying an, an item at a store or saving up to invest in something larger, definitely can be very effective and is also one of the uh, the themes that uh, commonly resonates across uh, parents who um, spend a good deal of time teaching their kids about money. So thanks for that. All right, next up we have Doug Nordman, who writes about personal finance topics at themilitaryguide.com and is also the author, along with his daughter, of the book Raising Your Money-Savvy Family for Next Generation Financial Independence. Let's take a listen to what he has to say. This is Doug Nordman from The Military Guide and Raising Your Money-Savvy Family. The most effective way our family has taught kids about money is by helping them learn how to manage it before they're ready to save or invest it. From the perspective of a six-year-old, parents seem crazy about saving money for college. That's nearly two lifetimes away, and who wants to go to more school? The only rational way to deal with that family policy is to spend their allowance and their gifts before their parents can confiscate the cash. Instead, kids should learn about money by making spending choices with it. Give them a small, regular allowance and then help them with their choices. As they make those choices, mostly bad choices, you'll have plenty of teachable moments. Talk through their options with them. Do they want to spend all of their allowance right away on candy or a small toy? Or do they want to save it for a few weeks to buy a bigger toy? Was that toy as much fun as they thought, or would they rather spend it on something else? How did they feel when they ran out of money, and what would they do differently next time? At first, it's not easy to watch kids make their choices. Parents have to think of it as their kids lighting a $20 bill on fire and waving it around like a 4th of July sparkler. Once a kid does that a few times, however, they get tired of running out of money, and they're much more interested in learning about savings. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Doug. That's a really uh, good uh, good way to put it. I like the, the, the image of lighting a $20 bill on fire. Um, and definitely agree that, uh, you know, empowering your kids to make their own economic choices uh, and focusing the teachable moments at an age-appropriate level, uh, even if it's something as simple as um, giving them the choice on whether they want to buy a small toy now or save up to buy a bigger toy later, is a really good way to help them internalize kind of the 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 feelings that are associated with um, running out of money, with you know uh, the satisfaction of being able to uh, buy toward a larger goal if you save up, etc. So definitely agree that's a a great way to. Uh, help your kids kind of develop a, a, a visceral and almost like even emotional understanding of what it's like to uh, run out of money and what it's like to save up and what it's like to um, to use money uh, in a way that you know furthers the the goals or choices that 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 you want to make uh, again at an age age appropriate level. Okay, next up we have Kate Horrell, who is uh, also a Navy spouse, mom of four, and writes about personal finance topics for military f- uh, families at her. Website, katehorrell.com. Let's take a listen. Hi, this is Kate from katehorrell.com. I think the most important thing that we've done to teach our children about money over the years is simply to talk about choices. When they were very small, we never said we don't have the money for that or we can't afford that. We always emphasized that things were Um, not things that we would choose to spend our money on. Or if we did decide to spend money on something, we would discuss, well, where is that money going to come from? What do we want to give up in order to do or buy whatever that item might be that we were talking about? And I think as adults, they are 
really good at understanding that um, they can kind of do whatever they want, but they can't do everything and that they're going to have to make some decisions that reflect what's important to them. All right. Thanks, Kate. Good insights there. And again, focusing on uh, and giving your kids uh, the ability to actually choose, giving them choices and teaching them that there are trade-offs that come when you make one choice uh, to spend your money a certain way. That might mean giving up uh, the ability to spend your money on something else or a different way. Seems pretty basic, but uh, that does seem to seem to be a recurring theme among parents who uh, have found good success in instilling in their kids the kind of sensibilities and um, uh, thoughtfulness when it comes to uh, managing and spending their own money uh, to give them choices and, and teach them about the trade-offs that um, that come with those choices and uh, come with uh, spending spending the money and, and potentially running out. So uh, good insights there. Okay, next up we have Jen Hemphill, who blogs and podcasts on personal finance topics geared toward Latina women uh, at her website, jenhemphill.com. Let's take a listen. Hola, my name is Jen Hemphill, and I am the host of the Her Dinero Matters podcast. I am a mother of two boys and an accredited financial counselor. When it comes to teaching your kids about money, the strategy that I have personally found most effective is getting them involved in a money conversation by asking them questions. Now, I don't mean tough questions, but questions to see what they understand and what they don't. For example, if you're at the store and your child sees something on sale, they have been wanting, but all of a sudden they don't want it anymore. You can ask why to see their reasoning. Another tip is you can also ask what would you do questions? Like, what would you do if you were given $500? How would you spend it? Again, it is about being curious about them and their reasoning around money. Plus, as a bonus, you will probably learn a thing or two as well. I know I have. All right, that's a wrap. Hope you enjoyed this different style of roundup episode that we did today where we brought in a few different personal finance influencers and authors and podcasters who are themselves parents to share their uh, most effective strategy when it comes to teaching their kids about money. Uh, We heard from a good range uh, and diversity of perspectives. Uh, And if you like this type of roundup episode format, do let me know. Leave me a podcast review uh, at Apple Podcasts, or you can leave me a comment at the show notes page, or you can just drop me an email. Either way works. Hope you enjoyed this, and we will uh, catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Hack Your Wealth podcast with Andrew Chen. If you like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes and check out hackyourwealth.com for all our latest content.